Hey, this is Candia Raquel, founder of Centro de Poder, and you are at the Sensual Sessions podcast, the place to overcome inhibition and explore sensing pleasure through your senses. And today we have a very special guest. This is Cynthia Resendiz, who's not only an engineer, a Pilates teacher, but she's also the author of Talent Show and a voice coach. Welcome, Cynthia. Such a pleasure to have you here. So tell us a little bit about how you become interested in something so, so sensitive and even sensual that is the voice, given that you're highly intellectual, an engineer with a hardcore personality. I think it, it comes with myself. When I was a kid, I really loved singing. And I remember pretty well being on these travels with my family. In that days, we used to travel in the car. So we will be singing and having fun and doing that kind of things. And I started singing. And my grandmother said, wow, you have a really potent voice and you sing wonderful, just like me. And I was just like, okay, I don't know if that's a compliment or if she's mocking at me. So I started shushing myself. It was just like, okay, I won't sing anymore and I won't do anything else like that. But my life started developing and I started becoming the, the person on the mic, you know, the master of ceremonies in schools and everywhere where they needed a voice because I have this strong voice. And then I started a podcast just because, because I wanted to share that part of me. And when I started doing that, I started losing my voice. How so cool. I said, no, I have to do something about this. Yeah. So I needed some help for that because I was losing my voice. So I went <laughs> diving deeper and I found Royal Love. He's a, a very well-known coach in the industry, in the musical industry. So I started doing that. And after doing the Recovering Your Voice course, I was offered to become a coach. And that's why I started doing this seriously. And whenever I started thinking back, I realized that the voice is something very important for us, something really important for us. And it's something that we can change in a minute. And it's how we present ourselves to the others. And then I realized that I had to do something that it was really important for us. And that there's something I think that connects with what's happening with your own business. And it's shame. No, I don't know if you can agree with me on that. Yes, that, that you have something important to say and that it's not, not only by itself, but you already have in you the means to express that. But things can come in the way, like the disapproval of someone that you love and, and the challenge to become acquainted with yourself, to do the inner work and and cast yourself under a different light on the light of how is your per 
your own perception about yourself without what other people may think of. And a practical example is what you told me the other day, that it's not the same how you sound in your head than how you sound when you play the, the audio that you sent on WhatsApp. And sometimes that's shocking. I remember I was so shocked with my voice that when the first time I listened to myself, like, it was horrible. And it took me years to actually like my voice. I started by tolerating, but I wouldn't replay my, my own YouTube videos. I, I did it because I felt I had a duty to say what I had to say. But I must confess that since I like my, since I'm, since I like my voice, I feel that my, my impact change. Like when you not only do what you have to do because it's your duty, but when you find pleasure in doing it, then it's even more potent and more effect effective. And, and yeah, I, I think I, I can relate to what you said that your grandmother made a compliment to your, to your singing, but you didn't knew if it was like a sarcastic joke, joke, or if it was a true praising. So I am curious to ask you, why, why did you decide it at an emotional level to take it on the negative side? I want first to <laughs> to go back to what you said. Okay. That'll be the, the first thing. And it's very common to hear to yourself and don't like your voice. And it is because when we are hearing our voice, it's inside our heads. And when we are recording, our voice is transmitted outside our heads. So that's why we listen to it differently. But here, the important thing is that you can do something to change that if you don't like it. So that's an opportunity. I'm not going deeper on that way. I will answer now your question regarding how I came to believe that my voice wasn't that good or that nice. And it was because I kept receiving these same messages. When I was singing in the school, it was just like, okay, 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 lower your voice. But They never told me if I was not in tune or, or it was just like your voice is so potent that we don't know how to deal with it. I have and and the image that I have right now for my voice is just like having a a fireman hose, you know, this big stream of sound and that won't be normal or regular or well seen. So that's why I became ashamed of putting out out there my voice but then when i was in high school i started on the theater group and there that was a, a quality needed when i was there we did the place without microphones <gasps> that means you'll have to be on stage and make your voice sound till the end of the theater And I think that was great because I really had the opportunity to blow them up. So 
it was great for me because I learned now how to control it. I think something very important that people forget is that we have this voice and the voice is not just sound, they are waves. So it can be braid other people. Uh-huh. So it's not just that you are speaking, I'm here speaking, and, and that's something super important. And now it's happening a lot with the microphones. People are speaking just like this, this tiny, tiny sound because they think that they will be too loud on the microphone. So they are preventing them, themselves from vibrating others, other bodies. I mean, what you're hearing are, are the sounds, the, the vibrations on your ears and also feeling that in your body. And you can feel that whenever someone is singing. That's yes. easier to understand. When they are singing or when you listen to music, voice can do that without the music or without the singing. And that's super important for all of us. And I wow. want to come back again to, to this part in which you say that coming back to the shame and the, the part of that you are sensual and that you are sensing yourself. It's not only that you are ashamed or you are shocked when you listen to yourself in a recording. It's also when you listen to yourself crying or you listen to yourself when you're angry. It's just like as if we don't know ourselves. Just like, really? Do I, <laughs> do I sound like that? That's like a crazy lady, no? Or really, do I sound like that? Just like this emotional care that I know. I mean, you know, you will go very, very high on your pitch. And it's just like, I don't want to see that part of myself. So getting to know yourself and getting to know your voice has to include everything. And that's the hard part. Uh, I won't say the hard part, but it's just like um, whenever you stop or you try to prevent others to listen you or to show you just like you are, it's just like, oh, I'm not that sure. No. I will tell you it's fun and it's freeing. It's just like, you know what? Yeah, I speak like that. Yeah, yeah, I have this big voice and yeah, I have this strong tone. Yeah. And I will sound like crazy and of course I will sound like a kid, of course. But that's human nature. I mean, yeah. we have a voice because of something. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, voice voice touches. It's a vibration and, and yeah. as you were speaking, I was like like a receptive antenna just or yeah, just letting your voice touch me. So, so this is not something quantical or spiritual or no, it's something physical. Like, like I, if you scream to a glass of water, you will see the ripples of, of the sound of your voice and your, your vibration. And, yeah. and if you have been at a lo- loud concert and you have walked next to the speakers, you know, that the floor trembles, like you literally are touched by the vibration of sound. And this is so powerful because we touch other people with our voice. And it's so important to, to take ownership of, of your voice as it is. Because like, I remember one of the most important things in self-defense is to scream. like. Yep. If you're in a situation where you need to 
to to take care of your survival, Safe. the first thing is to scream because it's shocking to the aggressor. And the same thing, like when you're crying and when when you're angry and shouting, it's because of a reason, and it it happens at the survival fleshly level. And I am not talking this about being neurotic or crazy or hysteric in a in a psychological problem way, but I am talking in a very realistic way. And it's very important, especially on those those situations, not to shush your your voice, not to be ashamed of of how it looks in a way your soul. But but the soul that you're feeling in in your flesh, in your body. And most importantly, how you sound when you're experiencing pleasure and the sounds of pleasure. Because like, if we've been shut down because we sing too loud, we have been uh, criticized for not talking loud enough and whatever, like in the realm of, of pleasure and sensuality, this is... This is even worse because there is so much like like shame around around pleasure. And yeah, I wanted to ask you like how can you embrace or maybe on stages like how can you at least accept your voice? Like how can you be okay with how you sound? And maybe then, like, <laughs> what's the, the secret to fall in love with your voice? Like your brand says in Spanish, amo mi voz. How can we love our voice? Because in the way that you are talking about voice, voice, voice conveys your soul. This is how you touch the world. This is how, how you come out from your body and touch, literally, physically touch other people with, with your breath. I mean, like, like the sound of your voice, it comes from, from your very core, from your cells, from, from your flesh. So, yeah, how to do that? For me, it was a discovery. What I realized is our voice is the real thing that we produce. If you think about it, it's just like bare bones. You are yourself here without anything else. You have your voice. So I think that's really, really important. So I start from there. It's not about I love the sound of my voice. It's I love my voice. Amo mi voz. Just like, okay, yes, because it makes me feel. It makes me get connected to others. It's a way in which I can express myself. So when I started thinking about connection, I realized that the part that we're not doing is holding us back. Just like not sharing. So my voice is a way of moving you. 
Of course, not in this way in which I want you to do something. But it's just like sharing my breath, sharing with you, sharing my sound, and being honest with that. It's not always easy because some of the sounds you will hear back won't be the greatest ones. But it's accepting yourself and working with that what moves you forward. In the beginning, we don't have recording devices. We don't have cameras or, or microphones or videos. So we weren't aware of that. And we were free to shout and scream and <laughs> do whatever we wanted. Now is the, the day in which we have these feedback where we are starting to um, censoring us. So I think that's a very important part. Free yourself from these, I should sound like, because you shouldn't sound like anyone else. Right. You are unique and your fingerprints are unique and your voice, it's also unique. So it's just like you can breathe and from that you can speak. And if you are speaking, then you can touch others and you can move others. I think we are losing that side, that part of the equation. It's not about how I sound. It's what I can do with what I sound, with why I sound like that, or how I sound. So I think it's not a selfish thing to love your voice. It's, it's just like loving you for being human. Yes. Voice is also another thing that distincts us from animals. I know, of course, I know the, our higher mind and whatever. But if you are not able to connect with others, it's just like, are you really <laughs> top on it? <laughs> top of it? So, yes. Yeah. That's, that's when I started re realizing that the voice is very important. And that's why I have a podcast. Because it's just like, maybe just in my mind, but if I can speak up, what I think, what I like, what I don't, what I cherish, or maybe others will start doing the same. It's not about me. It's about how I move myself into the world. And I would love to inspire others to start speaking. We cannot know what you are thinking until or unless you speak. You open your yes. mouth and say yes. it. And, yes. and I think it's also very important because we are... Um, we are so concerned about so concerned about words, and the real thing is there are studies in which we can only identify twelve emotions using the combination of words, but we can identify twenty four emotions using only sounds. What that's wow. mean? What that's meaning? What that means? The thing is, we are losing half of the conversation. Half of oh it. If you yeah. are just focusing on, on words. It was just like, okay, I'm listening that he's saying, and then I'm trying to identify what the word was and what he's trying to... No, forget about it. If you come here and, uh, and you speak, you know, I really love you, Candia. You can feel it. Yes. Because I'm not just telling the words. I'm... I'm embedding in my sounds yes. this difference in the sound, in the tone, in the rhythm, in the bass. It's 
Yes. So yeah, I think we are missing a lot of it. Yeah, and I love yeah. you too, Cynthia. <laughs> Let's. <laughs> I know. No doubt about it. <laughs> and I am sure everyone <laughs> here, the essentialists, can get a sense of of this deep appreciation between Cynthia and me. Not because of the word, because it's not an empty word. Love for for us, the word is the means to convey a fact, a truth that is our mutual affection. Yep. And and the and the word is full with the meaning that is conveyed through our voice. Because we are super excited here and we are letting our voice to come forth. We are not just talking here doing the job. <laughs> we are like really here we 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 are speaking our mind like like you say so if you if you don't talk people won't, won't know what you're thinking and it's important that you know that you deserve to be heard totally and the only way to do that is to speak up and yes there will be people that want to shut you down that want to choose you that don't want to hear you but that's their problem. Your thing totally. is to realize, like Cynthia said, that loving your voice, it's not selfish. And not and it's like your fingerprints. It's it's your DNA. It it, it doesn't even matter if you like or you don't like how you sound. Like it's part of the wholeness that you are and that is worthwhile embracing and loving it loving your voice because this is the way that you express at the primal level in the world and how you touch others for for better or for worse but we're betting here for for the better and understanding that just the plain word can convey what 12 emotions Whereas the sound in your voice can convey 24 emotions. So it's mm. not only the words that you say, but the how you, you speak up. And how you speak up is your voice. It's, it's like, yeah, it's, it's your spirit made flesh turned pure and, and raw meaning. And here comes as well the the challenge and the reflection because when you speak up, you will get a sounding board of how you touch others, the impact that you have others. And then you, you will know if that's what you wanted to say or if you're projecting your stuff. And, and yeah, we can use our voice for the better, like to convey what, what we are experiencing in a, in a clear and understandable way. And also as a means of, of self-knowledge. So I, I am very curious about Exploring with you, Cynthia, this capacity 
to influence not only through the message, but influence through the way that we speak up. How can we be even persuasive with our voice? What do you think about this? It's about connection. Okay. The first part is connection with yourself. Okay. You have to learn how to breathe properly to have, I would say, the better version of your voice and to hold it up. Okay. The first thing you have to learn is to have a stream of air. Not to speak just like if you are just like, that's not connecting the words. So you need a solid stream of air. That's the first part. So you have to breathe and you have to learn how to breathe. And we are far away from knowing how to breathe properly. In the beginning, we knew that. But then when all these stress and all these things, we are not breathing completely. So whenever you come back to your body, and I think that's part of your work and what you do very well is what are you sensing? I mean, come back to your senses. And if you can identify that you are not breathing, then you won't speak. And that's also a very good tip for people that get nervous before speaking. Breathe. Because Breathe. most of them would be just like, in, in their minds, just like, okay, I have to answer. He's going to ask me and I'm here in the meeting and he's going to, he wants me. And we start kind of closing Blo our breath. <laughs> so the first part of it is, Breathe. You need air Breathe. to project your voice. Yes. So it's all about us. Yes. It's all about us. I mean, you'll be over there in the environment watching and seeing that they are expecting you to deliver something. And you're going to do that with your voice. And in that precise moment, you can decide how you want to sound. And I see a lot of people just starting to speak, just like, and <coughs> no, <laughs> just because they weren't aware of their body, because they were thinking about what they wanted to say. So if you take a moment, people won't go out of the meeting if you are not ready. I mean, they will wait you. So it's better to wait a little minute to translate your thoughts into body into words but then into sounds and that's when you can really connect with others because if you are only on your mind and you're not breathing and you're not totally yourself you're not embodying who you are and how you sound and what you want to say you will start stumbling down you're like uh, 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 uh. And now you're, you're ashamed and you don't know what you wanted to say or you will say whatever it comes first to mind. So it's this little moment in which you center yourself. Just like, okay, I'm here, I'm now. He's trying to obtain something from me. I will breathe 
I will prepare my mouth because if I have a dry mouth, they will hear that. They will. If hear. I'm not certain, they will hear that. And and I'm not not inventing this. You can recall any meeting or any interaction with another person, and if you pay attention, you can identify that. You don't know why, but you don't trust them. Yes. You don't know why, but that doesn't sound right. It's just like when when you start to pay attention on how others sound and how you sound, you will start realizing that the world is far bigger than you think it is. So, yeah. Yeah. I think that. And I have, <laughs> I have proved that. Yeah, and it's true, like, someone can be telling you the right words, even the I love you word, <laughs> but you can tell when something's off yeah. just yes. with the voice. Yeah, yeah, we, we know, and I think that can get in the way of speaking your truth fully is to be up in your discursive mind focusing on delivering yeah well delivering yeah that's what we are here for but that's the outcome and if we are to get the outcome we need to to go through the process and the process is not discursive even though we may be giving a discourse at a soapbox or at a, at a stage. Voice happens at a fleshly level. Like you, you talk as, as a body. So it's, it's another way to, to subjectively position yourself in your reality and in your interaction with the world. Like, If you want to be controlling all up in your head with with ideas and stuff, it's not gonna work. It's gonna sound like something's off. You gotta be in connection with your sensations. Simply with like, hey friend, <laughs> just just breathe. Like just breathe. Like How is your mouth? Like, do you want a sip of water? <laughs> And from then, like, you can begin to open the gates to, to express in a way that is conveying what you want to say in a way that makes it possible to, to speak, to speak your truth. And thinking about speaking your truth, truth, I love knowing, learning now that we convey twice the amount of emotions with pure sounds beyond words. And in regards to pleasure, I, at least for myself, like I can get really shy, moaning and 
groaning out of pleasure <laughs> because I am so trained in my discursive mind and I want to have all the right words said at the right moment. But there's no place for that when you are at the pure experience of fleshly pleasure. So, Cynthia, would you share with us a little exercise or something to make sounds of pleasure and delight that just come unbound from, from our body? Because if I if I say words like I can like shield behind the words even and I love you word, but if you're kissing your beloved and you can say I love you with a mm, or and I don't know something. So how can we be less sensually shy of making <laughs> pleasure sounds? <laughs> <laughs> self-conscious not so self-conscious but as well self-conscious first of all i think that that important part of this is that you will work be behind the behind the scenes working with your voice is not something that you're gonna do alive and with others it's something personal and i think it's also sacred Yes. This part in which you are discovering yourself and how do you sound. So th that being said, I think we can start with the exercises that you used to do when we try to relax, that it's shy. This part, and I remember very much oh. this part of, okay, now you, ha you have, yes, the sigh. <laughs> and I remember that we have the princess sigh <laughs> and the a, the a and the F and the shh. Because what we're doing is connecting ourselves to our reading. Yes, just like that. So, and freeing ourselves from these chains of you have to sound like this or you shouldn't sound like this. My first suggestion would be find a way and find a space. For mm -hmm. some of the people, uh, and I did that when I started, we have these warm-ups. And I will go into my car and close doors and, and windows. And I will scream there. And I will sing there. Because my kids will be just like, what are you doing, mom? You sound crazy. You're like, ah. you know, these um, <laughs> questioning eyes don't help us. So get a space for doing that. And if you don't okay. have that space, the other thing that I did sometimes is, Entering into my closet. Yeah, as silly as that sounds, I'm putting my face through the, the, the clothes and scream there or on the pillow. Oh, <laughs> when you're on your bed. <laughs> yeah, you're like that. Like, very relieving. <laughs> very relieving. Yes. So it's not about trying to change anything, it's about including other options. Yes. Yes, including other options. Yes. So if you start just like breathing and and it's just like, okay, your body will react to that. Yes, your body will react. Or, 
I have seen that for women, this is harder. We're just like, okay, don't lose your cool. Now we're starting to watch other, other uh, different things and in a lot of videos and things like that. I, it's just like, okay, that sparks our curiosity, you know, uh, uh, a woman mostly expressing anger. Just like, oh, no, just like, ah. and it, you will feel that. Yeah. So I will tell my kids or the people around me, you know what? I need a moment. I need <laughs> some relief. Yes. You can do that on uh, when you're showering. You're like, oh. No, you're like, oh. <sighs> yeah. And I know it's n not always well seen on the, um, <laughs> on the office, of course, at the office. <laughs> <laughs> but you can do that on your house. On, I mean, behind closed doors. It's just having this intention of becoming free. No? When you're with friends and you're laughing at something, your laugh would be totally different than if you heard a joke in the office and you had to laugh because of it. Yeah. So don't be so close on yourself and start experimenting. Okay. Okay. Start by listening others and mocking on them. That's something we do when we are kids. And for example, if your mother or your father say something you're like ah, yeah 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 <laughs> no? yes. those are our sounds as well okay if you can watch the cartoons and hello <laughs> you'll have another voice try to try to mimic them okay because those are the sounds that we can produce i mean there's a person there doing that so maybe i can do that as well Yes. So it's just like integrating in your life more sounds, more fun, and taking out the pressure. And for women, I mean, I'm a woman, so I can speak. Because I remember very well that when I had these big meetings, I should go down to a lower pace, to a lower tone, because I wanted to sound professional. So I'll be here. I'm telling you that the company will grow, whatever. So that voice is not, okay, it's my voice, but it's not my normal voice, or it's not the voice that I will use to convey my, my message, for example. Or on the other side, there are women that uses these voices like, ah, yeah, my friend is because men are listening to me, so I'm trying to have them do whatever they want to do. I can do those sounds, but that doesn't sound like me because I'm not that voice. And and we get caught on this your sound. And that's not true. And that's not true. So maybe yes, maybe if you if you're listening to me now and and you can identify others talking low like this. Or for men, for example, 
you have this expert and they will speak slow and low because they think they have to teach you something. And you're feeling like dumb because they are, they are using this slow pace and it's not interesting. I mean, it's not that I'm trying to convince you on something. I'm showing you that you will feel totally different if I, if I come here and tell you, you know what, you have to include some fun in your life. Then if I say, okay, the study says that you should include a little bit of fun in your life. <laughs> That's what's happening on the meetings. I mean, people are getting... <laughs> <laughs> getting bored they don't want to listen to you so it's very good that you want to go and, and learn storytelling and and it's very good that you will come and find the right word to convey whatever but the real thing is that if you are using your human power you will go only out the way that be what i would say <laughs> yes having the intention to explore yep. freedom and totally. allow yourself to first to open the doors to, to the expression of your voice. Like even use anger, use sadness as an opportunity to, to just get it out as it is, no matter what. Like go lock yourself in the bathroom, get it into the closet grab a pillow and scream your soul out you will feel better yep. and you will know more about yourself like and this is key your voice is something that you shouldn't keep for to yourself and of course it's not a good idea to scream at your kid to scream at your boss because they they really went over the top fucking motherfuckers <laughs> But <laughs> but you can get into your car and voice your emotion. And if you're very sad, like, okay, maybe you're not going to cry waiting in line at the supermarket. But as soon as you can, like, go and make sure that at least your voice is heard by yourself. Don't hide from from what you need to to voice to vocalize, and then you you will become more acquainted with not only what you sound but with what you have to say beyond language, with what you have to say beyond words as as pure raw emotion expressed through your voice. And I feel that this is unlocking the the gateways. It's it's opening the gates the gateways inside yourself, opening your mouth, opening your throat, opening your chest, opening your lungs, opening your heart, opening your low belly even opening the pelvic floor, which is key for respiration and for for speaking. And then, if these doors are open, 
like when you talk it's gonna be your voice that comes out not not what what can leak out from from all the the blockages that you put to yourself or that society and experiences put on the way of you expre expressing what you say and yeah this is so important to to listen to yourself first and then when the moment comes for expressing even if you are with say your beloved or at a board meeting or with your kid maybe you're not gonna scream at your kid but you're gonna talk with a firm voice stating a boundary and if you're sad with someone that you trust because they made a mistake and they are unaware like you will be able to allow your voice to convey your brokenheartedness and in in the great situation of being in in the rush of creativity and delight and pleasure the the gateways will be open for you to express it thank you so much cynthia this is a great tool and and a great episode So how can we know more about this work that you are doing with the boys and also helping moms and little kids organize their schools, talent show, and the other project that you're doing about effective leadership? I have... <laughs> I have a lot of things to say before. <laughs> okay. The first one is I think it's very important to recognize that what we want to do is to match what we want to say to how we say it. So I think that's important. As you said, these gates are open, so now we can put them together. Talking about mothers and kids. I have seen a lot of people, a lot of kids on restaurants, and you have this kid screaming, just like, ah! you know, and everybody will turn around just like what happened. And the moms will be like, shh, 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 no. So <laughs> the same as in the meeting, you're not solving that on the moment. We're working that on your house, in your house, at your house, just like, okay, you know what? You have this big voice and I love it. But please use it to talk to me. Because kids would be just like, mom, mom, mom. And you'll be just like, ah, yes, I was telling you, whatever, 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 whatever. whatever. And shh, shh. So my advice for moms would be, listen to your kids. Please. <laughs> We all will, heal. will be very happy if you listen to them and stop them from shouting there. So, and the third thing is that we can burst up if you are not expressing what's happening to you. And th that's mm -hmm. common. And I have seen that happening in, in offices, just like men and, and women alike shouting because they are so out of them. And 
it's because if you are stopping it from happening, stopping it from happening, stopping it from happening, they will come out whenever it likes to. Why? Because we need to move that energy. Yes. That's life. I mean, it's not that you're a container of energy. You're, you're not uh, designed for that. You have to move with it. So if you're finding yourself shouting or trying to, or you have this knot on your throat, you have to do something. Something is happening. Maybe you're not ready yet to shout that out with your partner or with your boss, but you have to take it out of yourself, of your system, and be honest with what's happening. Why I have this knot in my, in my throat? Because we all have felt that. And that's a signal that you have to do something that your body is telling you to move forward, to do something. So those were the things I wanted to say before. <laughs> yes. And I have a website. It's called amomiboss.com. And there I will share tips and tricks for the people that are interested in going forward with their voices. And I also have a podcast. It's called Liderazgo Efectivo. And there I tell about my experiences <laughs> in life and in work and in whatever I would like to. Because I really think that we have to share what happened to us. We can only learn if we are together in this. Yes. Of course, I, I'll be there thinking on my own that maybe something is good or something is like this. And whenever I can listen to others, I can start reflecting. So I think it's very important for us to start connecting who we are, how we feel, with how we express that. And don't wait for others to invite you. I mean... This is your invitation. <laughs> Take it as an invitation for embracing and embodying how you're feeling and expressing it. If you are not yet sure or not yet ready to express that to others or with others, do that with yourself. Loving. It, find a place where you are alone and where you are not being heard and start expressing out. Go to a concert and scream. Go to a football match and scream and shout. That's why entertaining helps us. Because we can express without being judged, without being censored. But you don't need to do that to make that. I mean, you can scream in your house. You can scream in your car. You can. So don't repress yourself. That would be my yourself. main message. Yeah, don't Go, repress yourself. Yeah, express yourself. Just like, just like the song. Like <laughs> <laughs> Sing on the shower. Do whatever it's needed. Do whatever you like to do. Sing, shout. Do strange noises. Mimic. Cartoon. Yeah, movies. It's just like sometimes we think it's just so hard and I, and I have to try and I have to do it. No, what you have to do is release. And if yes. you cannot imagine any way to express yourself, just like, <gasps> yeah, yeah, I did it. 
cool no start finding words that connect with you that that are fun start laughing um, louder do something (laughs) i mean i may sound very silly but that's the truth if not we're missing half of the conversation and i really don't want you to miss half of the conversation oops I think she, we lost connection with her. We have five minutes left. We're near the hour. (laughs) So thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for being here. This podcast was recorded for the Sensual Sessions with Candia Raquel. And we talk about freeing your sensual voice. What I shared is that you may find a way to express yourself. Your voice is very, very important. We all need to listen to you, even when you think you have nothing to say. Say. I think she's back. (laughs) Yeah, so. Ah! So, yeah, (laughs) embrace and embody how you're feeling and express it. Please please don't shy away from yourself. And when the right moment comes, just voice your truth to the world. Like, speak your truth as it is, but don't repress yourself. Express yourself. Thank you so much, Cynthia. Really loving this. <laughs> Be honest, right? It's just like, imaf- yeah. And, and you can start doing that with your kids or, or with the persons that, I, that are close to you. If, you. if you're feeling just like, when, the, when they ask you, uh, how are you feeling? Start doing just like, mm. yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> I think. That'll be easier to understand that if you try yes. to think about it and then explain it and, and then, okay, but he's a five-year-old kid. Should I tell him that I'm feeling the bleed? Please stop doing that. <laughs> no? Or on the other yeah. side, start listening to kids. When they come home from school, you will ask them how it was and they will be like, eh. <laughs> Okay, they are feeling like that. Or you can have a conversation with your kids just using sounds. It can be very funny, but it can be also very connecting. Just like, okay, I know how you sound. And and that gives us this possibility of knowing how they respond and how they react and how we can connect with them. Of course, you're not doing that in the office, of course, because if you, <laughs> your, your boss comes and he says, how are you feeling? And you say, you're, uh, <laughs> that won't be very professional, but you can use a <sighs> concern. So yeah. start by connecting to the feeling and from there, speaking the word. Yeah. That will ha- that'll be helpful. The and then speak the word. Yep. Yeah, because now you're you are on your body. Now you know. Now you feel. 
and we are very used to speak. Yeah. Yeah. Connect yeah. first with the sensations. And that's our primal language. We, we all totally. speak body. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like how, how you know how a baby is doing. Baby is crying or baby is giggling or baby is sighting. And it's also how it happens on intimacy. Like you know how the thing is going on because of how, how it sounds that it's going on. So don't repress yourself. Express yourself. Yeah. yeah. Express yourself. <laughs> I think we, 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 are, we are adding the link to Madonna's song, Super yeah. Hit, Express Yourself. I think it was from my favorite, the Erotica album. Well, we will find out. Maybe it was Bedtime Story. We will find out. Yeah. So, yeah, Cynthia. How, what, what is the best way to connect with you? Website? Through the website. Yeah, amomiboss.com. Yeah, you can. Amomiboss.com. Yeah, you can put there your email. Or you, you can go to my Instagram as well, Cynthia Resendiz. Cynthia Resendiz and send Cynthia a direct message. And Very also nice. from the other side, Candia, I mean, my audience, how can connect with yourself? Okay, connect. Very nice. Thank you so much, Cynthia. Such a pleasure to have you here on the Sensual Sessions podcast. Centrodepoder.com, right? Centrodepoder.com. Yeah, sensualist. If, if you haven't get the guide to awaken sensuality, which is free, go get it right now at www.centrodepoder.com get yourself signed up you will also get a weekly newsletter with the essential sessions podcast episode of the moment and yeah catch you next time until then remember to take the time to sense your fire so you can share the flame <laughs>